Hello to all my teacher friends. I am really excited about what is to come on the This Teacher Life podcast. We are going to be doing another short series of episodes for the next three episodes, all under one theme that I think we need in January. We need in the new year. Because I think one question that we have asked ourselves as 2021 has started to unfold just a little bit is like, how can things be different? How can we be better teachers? How can we maintain our sanity in the classroom? And so what I'm doing over the course of the next three weeks is breaking it down into three questions. And then I'm going to include answers that I use in my own classroom with my own students every single day to kind of like, like take those questions and bring them to another level. That's all there is to it. It's going to be incredible. I hope that if this is your first time listening, that at the end you're going to be like, what? Favorites that podcast. I'm coming back every single week. So I think really all we need to do is get into this episode. There is awesome in every single school day. big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. is a word that is used a lot in our society. It really defines something that changes things in a big way. It's a substantial shift in the way that people do things, say things, interact. And for those of you who have ever heard me speak or have read my book, Game Changers, know that like, I think oftentimes if we want to bring our teaching game to a new level, all we have to do is focus on three really big questions. And we're going to tackle one of those in this episode. And honestly, it's my favorite part of the three parts. We go big with the very first question that I think we as teachers need to ask ourselves every single day. And that question is simple. Did students enjoy being in our class that day? I feel like that sounds so easy, but we as teachers also understand that that takes a lot of time, takes a lot of attention, and takes a lot of work. But I want to kind of just strip back that question a little bit and, and call it for what it is. Like, let's see it for what that question is actually worth. Like, did students have fun 
in our classroom today. Whether they were in person with us, whether it was virtual, whether it was a hybrid approach approach where they spent half the day in person with you, half the day virtual with you, like our number one goal as teachers, I really believe should be that kids walk away from our classrooms or log out of our virtual classrooms and say like, dang, that was fun. Like, I think that 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 can just send our students into this motivational pathway that encourages them to then show back up again the next day or to do the work that we've asked them to do. So as simple as a question it is, like did our students have fun that can, like I said, be complicated? So I want to give you a few examples of bringing that question to another level. How can we create game-changing moments where kids are like, heck yeah, I had fun in your class today, and here's why. So here are a few examples of things that I have actually done to roll into 2021 and things that I've used actually back in 2020 as well. One just started happening kind of organically in my room I always have a uh, like a I call it my pun bell nobody else calls it a pun bell but if you've followed me for a hot second you've read my books maybe I've done PD at your school you know that I've got a quirky sense of humor so I do have a bell on my desk that I ring when I am delivering killer jokes but not too long ago this pun bell was actually remixed into a totally different kind of bell I started just being absolutely ridiculous and hitting the bell in what I believed was the tune of a song. So we're going to actually like do that right now. Maybe we're going to play like name that tune on the This Teacher Life podcast. So here it is. It's one bell. It's a hand bell. And I'm going to play the tune of a song. Here we go. Now, I am not sure, to be honest, how that was going to be picked up by my microphone. And you might be thinking, Monica, that just sounded like the same note over and over and over again. And friends, you know why? Because it was the same note over and over again. Literally, these handbells produce one pitch. And right after I did that, the kids were staring at me and they're like, what was that? And I was like, it was a song. Like, name that tune. What was that song? And they're like, you just did a song? And I was like, yeah, did nobody catch that? And a girl raised her hand. She's like, I totally thought that that was a song. And so did you hear it? I don't know. Maybe maybe you just have an ear for those kinds of things. This girl raises her hand and she's like, did you just literally tap out happy birthday on that bell? And I was like, yes! That's exactly what it was. And the kids are like, do another one, do another one. This is ridiculous because it emits one pitch. But for whatever reason, the kids got really into it. And so then it became a thing. This was like this 15 second kind of like brain break, this 15 second ridiculous thing where all of a sudden all the kids were having fun. They were super like zoned into what song is that? And I know that when they walk out of my room, when things like that happen, when they walk out of your classroom, when things like that happen, they're going to be like, that was fun. It might have been brief. It might have been small, but they're going to walk out 
either have laughed or they smiled or they thought, dude, she or he was super weird in that moment, but I'm kind of glad that happened. And I think those can, things can happen both in person and virtually. And so I want us to be thinking like this year, like this calendar year, how can we continue to just hit pause for a few seconds so that kids, when they do walk out, they're like, yeah, I had fun today. And it might not have anything to do with your academic schedule, with the lesson that you had intended to teach. But even those 10 to 15 second moments of laughter and smiling can absolutely propel kids to feel passionate about whatever we are teaching. Another example of something that I think kids would like walk out of the room and be like, God, that's ridiculous, but it's so fun, is the way I approach the lunch menu every single day. My first hour family, it happens to be an eighth grade class. They come in and it's my biggest class of the day. My class is packed during first hour. And so kids walk in and you would think that it would be like kind of chaotic with so many kids smashed in that classroom, but they're super quiet. They're halfway asleep and I get the unique, beautiful privilege to tell them what is for lunch each day. Like I get to take lunch counts in first hour class and I love it and I make it a big deal. It's not just a ham and cheese sub friends. When I pull up that lunch menu, I turn to my kids and I'm like, oh my gosh. Friends, do you know what is for lunch today? It is a ham and cheese sub. We got one of them submarine sandwiches. I promise it's going to be better than subpar. Oh, like, I mean, I go for it and I tell them what else is coming with it. We got the peaches. We got the cooked carrots. We got the chocolate milk. I mean, like, it's over the top. And every single day my kids look at me and they just stare. And when I'm like, raise your hand for those chicken toquitos. Who's having the chicken taquitos? They raise their hands and they continue to just stare. Now, you might be listening thinking, oh my God, this is way over the top. Know that I understand that this is over the top. I am well aware that this is wildly overwhelming. So then I thought, maybe this isn't making a big deal. So then I did a little experiment. And I started just being like, all right, we're having cheeseburger on a bun today. All right, today is Salisbury steak and mashed potatoes. And I did this for a couple of days. And then the kids started being like, are you okay? Miss G, are you depressed? Did something happen? And I was like, why do you guys ask? They're like, why aren't you doing the lunch menu like you normally do? And I was like, well, I just thought maybe you guys were annoyed by it. Like you just stare at me every single day. Like I didn't really know if it was making a big deal. Like I use a lot of energy for that. So I thought maybe I should save my teacher energy for something that you guys enjoyed. And they're like, are you kidding? It is overwhelming and it is way too energetic, but it's so much fun. Please, please don't stop doing it. And I thought, mm, that's right, peeps. Now, I don't know what this thing is for you. I don't know if it's a bell. I don't know if it's like the way you announce the lunch menu, but I am 100% confident that there are quirky 
ridiculous, loving, humorous things that we can do every single day that are game changers for our kids, that it will literally bring our teacher game to another level. Now, while we're on this topic of bringing our teaching game to another level, I wanted to quickly inform you of last call. Ladies and gentlemen, it is last call for the January 16th awesome conference for teachers online. Yes, in just a few short days, we are closing out registration for this super fun, super unique, super engaging, super just, ah, God, it's gonna be awesome conference that is literally happening online Saturday, January 16th. If you have been looking for something to bring your teaching game to another level in the form of professional development, where you can earn PD credit hours and also walk away with incredible ideas, no matter whether you are in-person, hybrid, or virtual, friends, get over to monicagenta.com slash awesomecon. The link is in the show notes. And what you can do is you can sign up for the insanely low price. I'm not just saying that, people say that. No, I'm serious. It's an insanely low price to get you truly what I think is going to be the best PD that you can start your year off in 2021. Let's get signed up. Don't delay. Again, registration ends in just a couple of days. The conference is January 16th. I would love to have you there. What you waiting for? Click that link in the show notes below. All right, teacher peeps, I wanna throw down two more ideas that again, they don't take a trip to the Walmart. They don't take um, all of this planning. It's not a Google slide. It's not a Google doc. It's not a worksheet. These are things that if you are doing them in your classroom, that kids are gonna walk away and be like, that was kind of fun. And one of them is right now, it's, it's honestly the way that I sneeze. A couple of years ago, this was a huge deal. And it was still kind of cool last year. The dab. And I don't know if you remember this dance move. The dab is a dance move where you literally hold out one arm and then the other arm kind of stays close to your body and you put your head down. Like I'm actually doing it right now as I tell you about it. It was very, very popular. It was this huge trend. And in my opinion, it was super annoying. And so when kids were doing it, I was not doing it. But like all trends, the dab faded out. And the moment that it faded out, I brought it into my life as a teacher. And I think right now was this crazy thing because even we're like freaking almost a whole year into the pandemic. And don't you feel super judged when you sneeze? Even though you have a mask on, if you are sneezing, like people get a little uneasy about it and I get it. So in order to kind of cut the tension of sneezing in my mask or even sneezing virtually with students on camera, I continue to sneeze dab. I feel like the like, like 70 year old grandpa who like is trying to be funny with his grandkids. I do this on purpose because it is ridiculous. And when I sneeze, I literally sneeze my mask and I sneeze dab. I put those two hands out. And if you need to get on the Google and literally Google dab, I'm going to do it right now. I'm literally going over to a tab and I am putting in the word dab dance move to make sure that you guys are seeing what I'm seeing. Dab 
dance move. This is interactive right now. I've never Googled on a podcast episode. Yes, literally. Dab or dabbing is a simple gesture in which a person drops their head into the bent or slanted angled arm while raising the opposite arm out straight in a parallel direction. Since 2015, dabbing has been used as a a gesture of triumph or playfulness. It became a youthful fad and an internet meme. That was in 2015. Hello, we are in 2021, which is why kids are going to roll their eyes and be like, for real when you do this? Yes. And I think oftentimes, as we know as teachers, those moments where kids are like, are you for real? Or they act annoyed or they're like, seriously, that's not cool. Are those moments when we earn street cred as teachers? I am aware that this is not cool anymore which is exactly why I'm doing it because it's getting their attention and then they're rolling their eyes, but they can't help but laugh. So I don't think, I don't think bringing back the sneeze dab into 2021 is a bad idea. It will cause kids to at least smile and that's a win. Now, speaking of smiling, I got one other idea that I want to share with you. In fact, I actually write a whole chapter about this in my book called Game Changers. And it's about interruptions. At a previous school that I worked at, I swear to goodness, my teacher phone would ring 97 times a day. That's like not even an exaggeration. It might have been 96, but we're going to go with 97 times a day. And it got to the point where I was like, I'm going to lose my mind if that phone continues ringing. So what I did in order to make this a little bit less stressful, a little bit more fun, I just started saying, no way, guess who's calling? Even though it said office or another teacher's name across the phone, I'd be like, no way, you guys. And I would call out a celebrity who was on the phone calling. Sometimes I was like, oh my God, excuse me, the president is calling. That one creates too much controversy right now. So rarely the president has called my classroom in the past four years. But what what I do is I'll call out a random celebrity that's really cool right now. Like you never know. Sometimes, well, during the holidays, Mariah Carey was calling and I would start singing in my best but worst Mariah Carey voice. Sometimes it's Ariana Grande calling. Sometimes it's a popular actor. Sometimes it's, um, you know, like I'll be like, no stinking way. Simon Cowell is on the phone. And I will intentionally throw out people who were cool and they're like, who is Simon Cowell? And I was like, excuse me, what? You don't know who Simon Cowell is? And I will throw out celebrities or trending topics or their favorite YouTuber. And I would be like, I cannot believe they are calling everyone. Shh, shh. This is important. I need to hear what they've got to say. And I don't know why this works, but it does. Even for my high school kids, this works. And they're desperate to hear how I am going to respond to these fake celebrities who are on the other end. Now, if you teach elementary school, they might actually believe that these people are on the line. But it's my favorite. When like, you know, a a popular rapper is calling them down to the office. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope they rap for you in the office. Please let us know what they have to say when you get down there. Like, please, like maybe will you get a picture with them? Can you do like a celebrity selfie with them while you go down to the office to get this piece of paper that they want you to get out of the office? Friends, again, these are ridiculous. 
know that I understand they're ridiculous, but also know that the overarching question of this episode was, did students enjoy my class? That's the whole question of this episode. And it is our goal as teachers to say, maybe not every single day of the week, maybe if we can get them to say, like, I totally loved that class, if we can get three out of five days a week, that is a teacher win. Not a single one of these strategies or ideas has had anything to do with curriculum. Know that we'll get to that. But I think the most important question, the very first question that we have to ask ourselves every day to say like, are we being game changers for kids? Are we bringing our teacher game to a next level? Is truly, did students enjoy being in class today? Now, that's not the only question. Next week, I've got another question. And then the week after it, I got another. And I, I want you to stick around and be part of all three of these episodes because the power of these three questions combined is literally like an education explosion. And I know that you are going to enjoy it. And I hope you've enjoyed this first part. If you did and you haven't left a comment yet, on the app that you're listening to this on whether it's spotify whether it's google play whether it is uh, the apple podcast app leave a quick written review and let me know that you are loving this episode i love that you're listening to it i love that so many of you come back every single week to get your dose of motivation encouragement ideas i love that you are here with me But most importantly, I love that you are living this teacher life. Go and enjoy your week with kids. And thanks for being a game changer in education.